Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This episode was made possible with the support of PLDT Home, which helps women who hustle build the connections they need to succeed. With Heidelin, we prove that we can be at par with the world's best. We can compete in the global scene. There are more doors, open doors for Filipino athletes, and it's an exciting time. Hi, I'm Sage Tentenko, Puma Podcast. You're listening to Go Hard Girls. After the Olympics, the Philippine sports industry was infused with so much hope. And right now, the question is, what does this new chapter look like? How do we make sure that the gains we made are not lost and that our athletes receive the support they need to succeed? Today, we're discussing that with someone who has seen the sports industry from different vantage points. Someone who knows what it's like to be an athlete and is pushing for progress for other athletes too. I'm Gretchen Hall, MVP Sports Foundation Ambassador. I also work with TV5 as a news anchor, a sports anchor, and a TV host. I'm an athlete, a volleyball player, so it's my pleasure to join you here, Siege, for Go Hard Girls. I called Gretchen and we both got candid as we talked about how the industry has evolved over the past few years. Working in sports, we've both told many stories about the struggles and triumphs of Filipino athletes. Every day, there are so many barriers for them to overcome in and out of the game, from training far away from home to a lack of funding for sports teams and equipment, among other things. Talent, passion, and perseverance have been taking our athletes through those struggles. And in 2021, the wins were sweet. Philippines, the win is over! The gold is yours! Domestic Petition, she is going to the final. Ipinanalo nyo ang kamao ng Pilipino. Carlo Paala. Yumir Marshall. Yes! Salamat sa paglaban para sa bayan. So I covered Marjolin Didal and Heidelin Diaz in the Tokyo Olympics as well as our other Olympians. It was very interesting for me to cover skateboarding because it was the debut of skateboarding in the Olympics. And Marjolin is a pretty interesting character, I would say. I remember her at the warm-ups and she was laughing, she was so cool, she was having fun. Tapos sobrang init to sa venue. Marjolin stood out because of the way she dealt with every fall, the way she would cheer for her opponent. Sobrang kulit niya. Talagang unafraid to show who she was. She was just very bold. Pinagmamalaki talaga niya yung Pilipinas. For her to get into the finals and the top eight to wow the whole world, it means she's competitive. But that character of hers was her way of dealing with the pressure, with the first time of being there in the Olympics. 
Overall, the Philippines placed 50th out of more than 200 countries and bagged four medals, the most that we have ever brought home from the Olympics. And for the first time in nearly a century at the Games, we tasted gold. Heidi Lindias bested 13 other weightlifters in the women's 55-kilogram category. Most of us won't forget where we were when that smile broke across Heidelin's face, knowing she had won the top prize. But Gretchen, her reaction has been immortalized in a viral video. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing and it was a battle in my mind on whether to stay professional or just live the moment. And I chose to live the moment <laughs> for everyone back home. I'm sure the people are screaming already at home. So sabi ko, okay, bahala na. Just gonna enjoy this moment and live it out. <laughs> Women are succeeding. And the first Filipino Olympian gold medalist is a Filipina. That's so strong. Do you remember when everyone was like, yes, the first Olympic medalist is a woman, right? And then there was this guy going around on Twitter saying na, bakit ba kailangan i-highlight na babae? Hindi ba pwedeng Pilipina siya? Ano yung masasabi mo dun? Yung mga challenges na yun, hindi naiintindihan ng lahat. Kasi wala sila sa sapatos ng kababaihan, di ba? Tayo naiintindihan natin yun eh. How much that gives us courage, how much that gives us hope that we can surpass all the challenges which are different for women. Here at Go Hard Girls, we've featured not only the breakthroughs, but also the hardships that female athletes face. How the lack of sports camps for girls nearly kept the annual Lady Bulldogs from even playing basketball, never mind going on their historic 96-0 winning streak. How difficult it is to balance boxing and motherhood, as single mom Josie Kabuko did on her way to winning five SEA Games gold medals. How the fear of period leakage can hold preteen girls back from reaching their full potential. Diba? We often see our female athletes at the height of success, but it's just as important to know what they go through on their journeys, their sacrifices, the needs that aren't met. As an athlete, a sports journalist, and as a woman, Gretchen knows these issues firsthand. She's been through the demands of training and competing, and she has seen the stories that don't make the headlines. So, in 2021, Gretchen took a step further into her advocacy of investing in athletes with the MVP Sports Foundation. So, ako, uh, bilang isang MVP Sports Foundation ambassador, the reason why I said yes to this role is I really felt that they were pro-athlete and I wanted to learn about what exactly is a sports foundation. I've never heard of that term. What they do is they have different people assigned to several sports who get updated and keep track of how our athletes are progressing for NSA. NSAs are national sports associations, which help secure funding and support for athletes. Every other week, kami nag-meet to give updates kung kamusta na. Tapos ano yung mga tulong na naipadala na, tapos ano yung mga gusto pa nilang gawin. They create content, they create stories around the athletes. They support athletes in terms of coaching, in terms of funding for training, in terms of education abroad, competitions, and having that reach grassroots. Passionate sila talaga in helping the athletes. 
Gretchen wants to make more people understand what it means to invest in athletes and why it's important. Investing in athletes can go such a long way, especially for women. Parang pag babae ka, ang daming added burden. Hindi mo lang iniisip yung sport mo. Iniisip mo pa yung how am I perceived? How do I take care of my family? What happens when I have kids? Because of the unique challenges to women, we need to be conscious that whenever we invest in women, the impact is massive talaga. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Sa UN kasi meron silang tinatawag na gender-sensitive budgets. And that's the idea of giving women and women's needs special attention when investing to make up for the gender gap. How do you feel about that? You know, I think tama naman na may ganun. Kasi you're right no, about all the issues that women face and we face more pressure to deliver at a younger age and all of that. But the conversation here in the Philippines, I think, hasn't even reached that level yet because so many athletes lack support. Parang, teka, teka, wala pa tayong support sa karamihan. Paano natin... And I get it. Of course, I want gender-specific investing for women to address needs like maternity care and support for athletes who become mothers or specialists for women's health and reproductive health. But the reality is, we're still at a point where some national athletes have to negotiate their own sponsorships or some teams only recently got their own washing machine for uniforms. Yung problems natin, napaka-basic pa. And I wish I could change a lot of things within. But I think things are also getting better, little by little. We just have to be patient kasi real change takes time. If we put in more stakeholders that are really passionate for our athletes and support their welfare, that would be good. The Rizal Memorial Sports Complex in Manila, which houses the living quarters and training facilities of our national teams, even sees its share of these problems. Sa totoo lang, mas kompleto pa facilities ng ibang PBA at UAAP teams. Pag nakita mo sila sa Rizal Stadium, ang liit lang nung tinutulugan nila, tapos walang makain. Kahit na national athlete na sila, hindi pa sila nakakakain ng tama. My real hope is ma-elevate talaga yung Philippine sports and mabigyan ng respeto yung Filipino athlete. In the push for a better sports industry for all, connecting with people who share your values is so important. When you meet other advocates, you feel energized to keep going and get to discuss ideas and collaborate to reach your shared goals. Whether you're a broadcaster like Gretchen who uses her platform to share stories about Pinoy excellence or a podcaster like me building an online community for women in sports, we're all stronger when we work together. Thanks again to PLDD Home and here's to women who hustle to achieve their dreams. And now, back to the episode. Filipinos love an underdog story. Our athletes are expected to be resilient and madiskarte. And sure, stories of succeeding against all odds are inspiring. Pero, paano mabibigyan ng tamang suporta ang lahat ng mga atleta para gra-graduate na sila dun? Take Marjolin Didal, for example. Growing up and before she gained national fame, Marjolin often ran into trouble with cops and security guards for skating in the streets and abandoned areas. 
even when she began winning, the one skate park in Cebu closed down. This is why it was so important to Marjoline to build a skate park in Seoul, Sierra, Cebu. She and the National Skateboarding Association have been training there since it was completed in early 2021. I think it's also very Filipino, our resourcefulness. But if we want to see more Margilins and we want to continue on her streak, definitely we need more skateboarding parks. We need people to respect the sport as a sport, strengthen the support for the NSA itself to be able to produce more of these kids who can actually compete in the Olympics. But the good thing about it is nasa Olympics na yung skateboarding. And for a lot of sports, that means a whole new level of financial support maraming institutions, they don't give funds if you're not in the Olympics. So, the fact na nakapasok na sa Olympics, malaking step na yon. I was interviewing this female powerlifter, si Joyce Reboton. Tapos sinasabi niya na because powerlifting isn't in the Olympics, they have a hard time getting funds. They do get some from the PSC for their trips abroad, but that's limited to only two competitions. PSC. That's the Philippine Sports Commission. She's an Asian record holder and she wins medals in the international events, but she can't get support. Sabi niya, wala naman ako kinikita dito. I'm just doing this because I know I can be competitive in it and I want to bring pride to the country. And that's so hard. I mean, she has a child. Just imagine how many more Hydrin Diaz's, Joyce Rebotons. You have to kind of find your own way to get some financial support, even if it means having a fundraiser online. If the option for really maximizing your potential is you have to go abroad, then the only people who will be able to reach their full potential are the outliers, the people who are already napakagaling na. I guess it's so much harder for these athletes talaga. Even Heidelin Diaz, I would say, is an outlier. And the way she was able to get the gold after four tries, diba? If we had given her that kind of support already at a very young age, then she probably would have you know, more chances to be a multi-gold medalist, I would say. But that's how it is here in the Philippines. Parang you have to prove your metal first before you get support. Our Olympians didn't go the distance alone. And we're optimistic that this can teach us how to support our athletes moving forward. We can produce even more world-class Olympians if we recognize their needs at the grassroots level. Amid these changes that are yet to come, there is some progress that we can celebrate right now. And this is something personal to me and Gretchen. Gretchen and I first met in person in 2016 when she was just starting out in her journey as a TV reporter and I was just discovering my advocacy for gender equality. I interviewed her for an article that looked at how female athletes' careers and confidence were affected by a type of media coverage that was prevalent at the time. You know... The one where major sports news sites had articles like Our Volleyball Crushes and Girls Who Look Good Even While Playing. And the tagline for PBA Women's 3x3 was Baller Hotties. Gretchen said that she wanted to be known for her skills. That athletes like her don't train to be called beautiful. They train to be called excellent. 
we talked about how promoting female athletes based on their looks may give short-term benefits like clicks to a website or sparking the interest of, <clears throat> well, male casual fans to care about women's sports. But it doesn't give women what we really need long-term. Equal respect, recognition, and opportunities. Several male sports writers took to Twitter to call me young and naive. One editor who remains a high-ranking person in the industry wrote an article titled, We Will Not Stop Writing About Female Athletes' Looks. And a well-meaning friend in the industry took me to lunch and said, You might want to chill out on this. The sports industry is not going to change in the next 10 years. Don't risk your career by being controversial. Just wait for the change to come. Maybe you can already tell if you've been listening to this podcast. Pero, I told him, if we all wait for change, then it will never happen. And soon after, I started Go Hard Girls. It's been three years since the idea for this podcast came to life. And as time goes by, I've seen more and more people push for our female athletes. Already, there is so much change. In recent years, fans have called out publications for objectifying female athletes to the point of pieces getting taken down. The OBB of a certain women's league no longer has the athletes in cocktail dresses. Our press rooms still need more women, but there are more women in sports media now than before, doing good work and bringing new perspectives to the coverage. Female athletes, too, are getting more and more vocal and taking control of their careers. One of the top PBA teams, TNT, now has a female assistant coach. Both on the court and behind the scenes, women are pushing their way into the spotlight they deserve. So, what does this tell us? Progress isn't automatic. If we want it to happen, we all have a role to play. Same tayo ng wavelength when it comes to how we see athletes, how we respect the athlete, the Filipino athlete, the Filipina athlete. And uh, that makes much of a difference. Me as a broadcaster, what I want to do is bring the spotlight to those who don't have it a lot. We do get a lot of press for, syempre, Heidelin Diaz. We're talking about Marjolin, di ba? We get press pag nanalo na. Pero yung iba, they don't eh. Kaya ako... I try to look for these athletes who don't get as much attention but who are good. And hopefully, no, as I get older and better in my craft, I could also probably highlight these stories na yung kulang sa structural support because those are the things that we need to look at. I get in is also when I see yung mga mababaw na headlines. And um, it's good also that a lot of our sports writers, they're younger sports writers, more female sports writers. Napaka-passionate ng mga kasama natin eh, di ba? Building diverse newsrooms is part of the solution. So is having leadership that pushes those newsrooms to pursue deeper coverage for a wider spectrum of athletes and their issues. The stories are right there for us to tell. Ang ganda ng kwento ng Pilipinas eh. I mean, moving away from all the frustrations that we've been talking about. If you go to the provinces and you see volleyball nets being set up in between coconut trees, playing barefoot, and our surfers, irin masyadong nakakaraos ng mabuti sa buhay, pero sinisipag nila, chinatsyaga nila, and we're competing also. 
report by The Guardian states that Great Britain spent an average of £5.5 million for each gold medal they won at the Rio Olympics. That's the equivalent of over 386 million pesos! Additionally, in a report by Atom Araulio for the Philippine Center of Investigative Journalism, it was found that, in general, countries with a higher gross domestic product or GDP per capita won more medals at the Tokyo Olympics. Why? Better facilities and equipment. The reforms we make today with the help of both the private and the public sectors will count towards a more robust Philippine sports industry, one where no one has to miss out on reaching their full potential. This is a great start and I hope more private companies will get into this and see the value of supporting our athletes. Sometimes our athletes, they might not win on the first try, they might not win on the second, but they can be like Heidelin who wins on the fourth. So I hope we stay with them, we commit to them, and we give them all the support they need financially, emotionally, mentally, provide them with people they need around them to be as successful as possible. And not just, you know, one-off stories, young outliers, really from the bottom up. We can't stop at celebrating the outliers. We need to make sure that nobody gets left behind. For sure, for sure. Courage lang talaga. And step by step, just keep on pushing and pushing and things will be better. Again, I'm Siege Tantenko, Puma Podcast. Let's support Philippine athletes together. If you found this episode helpful, share it with a friend who hasn't heard Go Hard Girls yet. You can also follow us on social media. Just check out Go Hard Girls PH on TikTok and underscore Go Hard Girls on Instagram. This episode was written by me and Nina Toralba, our producer and editor. Special thanks to Gretchen Ho and the MVP Sports Foundation. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.